0: Good morning, ladies, and welcome to the next episode of Barbells and Babies Private Podcast. Today, we're on the 4th of October. We are on the countdown to Christmas, as I can see in all the shops. People seem to have totally forgotten about Halloween um, and we're into the back end of the year. So today, as part of Mental Illness Awareness Week, I'm going to focus a little bit on mental health. Not just about speaking to others, but the conversations we have with ourselves each and every week. So I recently put up polls on Instagram about worry over children, stress that we may feel in our lives. And do we confide in anybody when we feel stressed? And it was scary, the amount of women that said they don't confide in anybody. Um, It was almost 50-50 on the poll. So that's why I decided today I would roll this out as part of the Inner Program to focus a little bit more on this. So we hear a lot about if we're not feeling good in ourselves that we go and we find someone to talk to or we speak it out with a partner, we find some form of exercise that helps us. And these things all really do help. I would love to tell you that exercise doesn't help because everybody will expect me to say it does, but it does. Um, Exercise releases a lot of good endorphins into your body, can reduce your stress response big time, the amount of cortisol in your body and can reduce inflammation within the body as well. That inflammatory response that occurs when you have fight or flight. So when you are in a fight or flight response, your adrenaline is spiked, your cortisol is spiked, your body feels like it's going at 90 miles an hour. And I read recently a piece of research about mothers and about cortisol levels. So your cortisol is a hormone that will spike. It's produced by your adrenal glands and released and when your cortisol is high, it is massively contributes to inflammation in the body and that feeling of being stressed and overwhelmed. So you may have noticed in a lot of your action plans, I would put in reducing cortisol on stress management techniques, because that is the easiest way to reduce how you feel in yourself, overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, all these feelings come to light when your cortisol is high. But in this piece of research, it was talking about mother's cortisol levels and they compared them to men that were serving in the war during Vietnam. Um, So that gives you kind of a balance there as to what we're looking at. And with regards to women's cortisol levels and comparison to that, they stayed at the same level as A soldier within the Vietnam War, up until their kids were aged five or six. So that just shows how much stress, I suppose, mothers put on their bodies on the day to day. Um, And cortisol is one of them, one of them releases that will make you feel overwhelmed. You may feel like your day is out of control. And you may feel like you have so many things to do, even writing them down just overwhelms you. And nine times out of 10, we actually don't want to talk to somebody about all these things we have to do every day. Because when you say them out loud, it seems like you have so much more to do. Um, And I feel that. I feel that regularly. I write down my work stuff and i write down a few personal things but generally on the day-to-day if we wrote down every single thing that we do or are going to do you may feel even overwhelmed just looking at the list because mothers do so fucking much like you, i know every single one of you in this group do so much most of you are working you're managing a house you're managing kids And you're still finding the time to incorporate some exercise for yourself. And it may seem like another thing to do on your list. Like it may feel like I have to prep meals or I have to fit in my workouts this week. But treat these things as methods to control your cortisol because that's what they're going to do. When your nutrition is right and your movement is right, they're going to control your cortisol. So really, in the grand scheme of things, as females, all we can do is control the controllables. Um, And now this is not to create an army of rigid women to control the controllables. But when it comes to your nutrition, there are a lot of things we can control. And you may find if you're binge eating on chocolate or you've had a few days where you haven't been looking after yourself, right? The kids have been sick. And you've just been grabbing food and going. You feel your stress is higher purely because you're not really in control of what's going on with your food. Your body isn't aware as to when it's going to get fed next. And it's not getting that release through exercise to bring the cortisol back down, that you're moving for yourself. You're getting the blood pumping, but it's also calming your whole nervous system down. So things like that are really important for your overall lifestyle. Now, I talk about speaking to other people and speaking to mums and speaking, finding your people. And I suppose that's easier said than done sometimes. You don't want to be that mum that constantly complains to your partner, even though I am numerous times during the week, that person, but Another effective method to use is to improve the conversation that you have with yourself. Now, I talk to a lot of you about this on the one-to-one calls. Improving the conversation with yourself is one of the first places you can start to improve your mental health. And it sounds like a silly thing, but we can talk to a lot of different people about how we feel. And it mightn't get us anywhere. What we really need to look at is the conversations, the thought processes that we have every single day. Now, I'm diving a little bit in here to the cognitive behavioral therapy side of things, which I've done with clients and I've done the course in as well to gain more knowledge in it. And it comes, it's centered around your goal setting but it's also centered around your thought process. Stopping your thoughts when they start to become negative. Just taking a minute to reflect on why you're thinking like that about yourself and about things around you and bringing it back down to ground level. Just grounding yourself and reversing that thought process. It's not an easy thing to do, especially when it comes to your nutrition, your own body, how you feel about your own body, things like that are ingrained in us from such a young age that it can be hard to get out of that thought process. So even if you think as to how you speak about yourself around other people, these things you might feel like you're being humble, saying, oh, not at all, I haven't lost weight, no, no, Yeah, I look the same. I feel heavier than ever. Things like that. You mightn't think you're doing any harm by saying these things about yourself. But nine times out of ten, you're repeating that communication pattern, not to the other person, but to yourself. You keep telling yourself that you don't feel good. And all it does is it encourages this negative loop in your brain to say, You're not able to do this program. You're not able to sustain it. You've had a bad day off plan. That's it all gone now. What's the point? I'm struggling too much. Stress is too high. And you can just see the loop going round and round and round in your head. Obsessed with the scale. The scale didn't move. I'm not doing things right. It's such a negative loop to be stuck in. So the main place we can start is the conversation with ourselves. And this comes down to even when you're worried about children, which is something I think every single mother feels. And some of the worries that I have about Jackson, when I say them out loud to Paul, he's like, what would you be worried about that for? But from a mother's point of view, you worry about absolutely everything. I think, my latest worry was, will Jackson make friends when he goes to school? That's not happening for another three years. He's going to primary school. Next year, he goes to preschool. But that's the, that's the worries I feel that go on in mother's heads. Um, so with that worry, the easiest way I deal with these things when they crop up and they're usually just a fleeting thought but sometimes it plants a seed within your brain that you can start over analyzing absolutely everything every little thing they do every step in their lives and your own life as well so the easiest way to do it is pull it back think to yourself why am I worrying about this number one is there any valid reason for me to worry about this and Is there anything I can do about it? If there's not and you're doing your best, which every single mom in this group is already doing, then it's a worry that's not necessary and you just brush it as quick as possible and you tell yourself that. You tell yourself, I'm not worrying about this. It does not need space in my brain. Go. And that's one way to do it. The same with when you're feeling overwhelmed. Because that can strike a few times during the day or it could strike once a month where you just feel like everything is closing in on you. Everything's in on top of you. You have lists of things out your ears. You feel like maybe you haven't got a workout in on the day that you wanted to and it's not going to plan that week. And you feel like, fuck, it's all going to shit now. I'm not doing everything right the easiest thing to do on them feelings of overwhelm is just take a second, make yourself a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, get outside, go and grab a coffee somewhere, go and maybe just have five minutes on your own that night before you go to bed. It doesn't have to be away from the kids because that's not always possible. Just five minutes to sit and just be And chances are, if you take that five minutes, even when your kids are around and watch them, you will feel calmer. Everybody will feel calmer. There is nothing on this planet that needs to be done right this second. But we put this pressure on ourselves that it has to be done right this minute. I miss workouts on certain days. I repeatedly miss workouts on certain days I have to prioritize my week. So my priorities lie with Barbells and Babies and Jackson and Paul. They're all equally at the top. So everything else comes after that. But my exercise is second purely because that is my form of self-care for myself. I feel like I'm looking after myself when I do it. I feel good. I have more energy even on the days when I'm exhausted, I get more energy from doing a workout. I feel so accomplished because I know it was tough and I know it took discipline just to get me into the gym room. It took discipline for me to get in there, not to do the workout, but to actually say, I'm going to do it now. That takes discipline. It's not actually doing the workout. It's making the conscious choice to do it. And sometimes that is just going into robot mode. You're doing it this day and you know you'd feel better after it. Now, you mightn't always feel better after it, but you will feel accomplished. You will feel like you're doing something for you. And that's another way you improve the conversation with yourself. You look at the different things that you actually do accomplish. And it's not just about workouts. It's about making the time for yourself to eat, giving yourself time to think as to what you want to make for your dinners next week. It doesn't have to be complicated. If you've seen on the Facebook group, I've put up meal plans for you now as well. So you have them that you can take the thinking out of your meal plan for the following week, just your dinners, your breakfast and lunch, they will always be interchangeable to a degree. You'll find that, you'll find a lunch that works for you, or you'll find a breakfast that works for you for a few weeks. Um, generally, I think that's what the majority of us do. We kind of stick to the same and you mix it up with an alternative. We Normally, most women stick to two choices. Um, it's not bad to mix it up more. I would love to mix it up more myself, but... Definitely when you're feeling stressed and feeling overwhelmed, it is just nice to not have to think, what will I have for breakfast? I'm not going to lie when I say I alternate between oats and eggs six days a week. Then one day on the weekend for breakfast, I might do something different, but that's if I'm not working. If I'm working, I go into mode where I just eat for the nutrients that I need for my cortisol levels and my blood sugar levels to stay stable throughout the day that I'm not binging evening time and that I know I'm looking after myself but it's not taking much thought so you will find especially if you're a first-time mum as I was myself your thoughts can just run wild They can run absolutely wild. You can feel so anxious and you can feel so lethargic and anxious at the same time. You can feel like I don't want to do anything, but I feel I have a hundred things to do. So it's just taking it step by step, taking it day by day. And you'll find that if you're new into the program and you start your workouts on a Monday, you might find that every week You actually crave that movement within your daily habits, not just within your week, your overall week, but within your daily habits. Now, in general, I would rarely put in more than three to four workouts for you a week, purely because you need that recovery time for your body. And what I'd suggest on the other days is that you focus on movement. It could be walks, it could be skipping, it could be your step count. Whatever it is that you feel good doing. Sometimes it's cleaning. I hate to say that, but cleaning can be quite therapeutic. I find it therapeutic when I get in a zone for it, but it's not that often that happens. (laughs) So the main thing I want you to work on this week is The conversation with yourself, bringing it back to basics and look at how you speak to yourself, not even out loud, because a lot of us don't speak out loud about negative thoughts we might have about ourselves, but improve that conversation, improve that conversation with yourself, congratulate yourself on what you do get done in the week and look at what you can improve on the next week, not punishing yourself. Not saying, I was sick this week, I didn't get a workout in on Monday, so I'm going to do two on Tuesday. That's not improving the conversation, that's punishment. The following day is looking at, okay, I didn't get a workout in on Monday. Tomorrow, I will focus on my water intake, focus on getting my meals in, and I'll do a quick 20, 25 minute workout in the morning. I'll set my timer and whatever I get done. Based on how I'm feeling, you'll probably get the whole thing done, but don't punish yourself because you missed a workout or don't punish yourself the following day because you overate on a Tuesday evening. Okay, I'll skip breakfast and it will balance out calories. You're punishing yourself. So improve that conversation this week. Look at how you talk to yourself. Say something nice to yourself this week. Just one nice thing to yourself. It could be that you're very proud of how far you've come. You might only be new into the program and you're still proud. you started. You might have cleaned the house. That's my proud moment this week. I cleaned the house. Even though it doesn't look clean, 10 minutes after Jackson came home from childcare, it is cleaner than it was. So I'm taking that as a win this week ladies focus on that conversation I will be chatting to you all on your check ins and through the group thank you so much for your participation through the whatsapp group I really really feel use it as a platform to speak to other women to speak to the women within the group because every single woman has felt how you feel at some point or another whether it's to do with your kids your home life or your program Everybody has felt just like you have. So check in on the group, check in with your meals, keep it all uplifted and improve that conversation. I'll chat to you all next week.